Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton. This podcast is available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. You can follow me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also follow me on Twitter at S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also email the show, sportsbusiness at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you leave wherever you listen to this podcast. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you turn your notifications on. Make sure you... Make sure you give me a good review. I need five stars. Anything less than that, I think you are just a certified, bona fide hater. Coming up on today's show, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the whole Clarence, a.k.a. John Morant uh, situation. We're going to talk about how I'm not impressed with anybody scoring with 20-point leads in the NBA no more, coming back from them. We're also going to talk a little NBA talk, and then we're also going to talk about why the Saints just love to scoop up on the Vegas Raiders slash Oakland Raiders sloppy seconds. Like, I think that's very weird. And then we'll also get into the dummy of the day. But first things first. I said this probably hmm, last year during the playoffs, especially during the playoff series with the Memphis Grizzlies against the Golden State Warriors in the second round. And I said, man, this team's not that good. Um, I just didn't see nothing special in them. I also didn't think that the the leaps and bounds that they have from the success of last year, which they only went to the second round, I didn't see nothing special in, this, in going into this season. I also said last year on my social media, which I caught hell for, I kept saying, hey man, John Moran daddy need to go sit down somewhere. He needs to just sit down and just be quiet. He needs to get out of the limelight and go be a parent. People gave me hell. Oh, you just hating. Why can't why can't his pops uh why can't his pops uh share, you know, be be in the limelight and be happy for his son? Why, you know, we ain't always gotta do it this way. This is exactly why. Now, fast forward to this year. I had a huge heated debate with one of my homeboys where I was just like, man, the Grizzlies ain't that good, man. The Grizzlies think they're they're tough boys, but they're really not to the point where I started calling them the Grizzle. Oh, my homie was like, nah, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's 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 personal with the Grizzle. No, it ain't personal. It's just teams just, they get a whole lot of clout for nothing that they've really done. They haven't busted a grape in a food fight, but everybody wants to crown them, and I just don't see it that way. Fast forward to this year's Christmas game. Golden State Warriors against the Memphis Grizzle. They get smoked by 20 on national TV in the Christmas Day, the Christmas Day highlight game, the marquee game, slotted in primetime. And they lost by 20 and Steph Curry didn't even play. Kept saying it all year long. This team is not that good. They're mentally not tough. And we need to just pump the brakes on how good this team is. I saw this a mile away. So I'm going to pat myself on the back. Now, yesterday, or really Saturday, shout out to you, Cameron Hayes, my homeboy, who posted something on her. He, he hit me up and showed me a picture of one Clarence from 8 Mile, a.k.a. John Morant, Toting a 22 on IG Live. And he asked me if it was real. And I, I, I had just woken up. So I said, I don't know. I can look. So I started digging. Started hitting up some people I know. And I'm back. I said, apparently it's real. And mind you, I live on the West Coast. So this is about, uh, about 
come rolling around about 10 something it's 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 a thing it's it's circulating and my first impressions was well this is stemming off of everything that happened friday where there the washington post posted a story about clarence from eight mile wanting to be a thug you know he had invited a 17 year old boy over and repeated and i guess the boy checked the ball up but it was a hard check and clarence from eight mile didn't catch the ball in time and hit him in the face and he wanted to punch him and next thing you know he running to go get the hammer but his daddy's running out talking about don't do it john don't do it as opposed to boy if you don't get your ass inside the house type of thing that a normal father would do he's more on the no jaw don't do it is what the article said so if you don't believe me look it up in the washington post and fast forward saturday apparently after they got smoked by the, the denver nuggets who i think has turned that circle where I definitely consider I don't take them lightly at all. I think they are they are a team that can probably win the NBA championship this year. I have the utmost respect for them because I think they have the blueprint to figure it out this year. They go up to Denver. I believe that was Friday night. They lose. They were up by eight and ended up getting smacked in the second half. Nothing usual with the grizzle. About 5.15 in the morning. I guess my man's on IG Live at a strip club with a 22 toting around. Um, you know, acting like he's about that life. Now, what are my thoughts on it? Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I say I feel like I said this every time when I'm talking about the NBA this season. I feel like I talk about more off the court issues than I do actual basketball because the NBA this year has just been a sideshow. It has been a sideshow for just all the wrong reasons for everything except for actual basketball. And we can add Clarence from Eight Mile, aka John Moran, onto this list of just dumb things. I mean, I don't know, Desmond Brain, Dylan Brooks, I get them two fools mixed up because they think they're about that life, but they're really not. One of them fools got suspended uh, yesterday because they didn't. They had too many technicals. I think they had 16 technicals for the, for the year. Then they got suspended. Whatever. He, uh, the Clark kid tore his Achilles. He out for the year. So the thing, the thing about it is, what, what like what are the Grizzlies doing as far as an organization? Like y'all didn't think about going to get Zach Randolph and, and sitting Clarence down and saying, Hey, this man can can show you the way and this man is a walking testimony. If you don't get your act together, you're gonna be out of a job real quick. And so I'm looking at the Grizzle as an organization just a little weird too, because they are one of two teams that don't even have a player that's over the age of thirty. I think Steven Adams is only 29 years old. Yes, that Steven Adams is only 29 years old who feels like he's been in the league since I was in high school. That's Steven Adams. He ain't but 29 years old, believe it or not. So you got a team with just nothing but a whole bunch of young, dumb knuckleheads running around, wilding out, and don't know nothing from yesterday till today. Now, I am shocked that no one... Let's, let's talk about the statement that Clarence from 8 Mile put out. He put out a statement, I guess that was with Nike, a, a written statement that was with Nike, saying that he's sorry, he takes full responsibility, he's going to take some time away to check on his mental health or he uh, for his issues. I'm going to read what Draymond Green said after he punched Jordan, Jordan Poole in the face. I was wrong for my actions that took place on Wednesday, and for that, I have apologized to my team. I've apologized to Jordan Jordan Poole. He also said 
that he's going to take time away for a few days so that the Warriors can start their healing process and that they can figure out what they need to do. Hmm. Now, when I was in the military, we used to do this thing where there was a form, a counseling statement form. Now, in the counseling statement form, you can get all different types of things, reprimandums, corrective actions, and things like that. But you kind of had templates. So I had templates where if one of my soldiers showed up late, instead of writing out a whole entire policy or a whole new paragraph or what you did, I would just copy and paste it from my folders that said, hey, tardiness, disrespect, insubordination. You know, most of most non-commissioned officers, aka supervisors in the military, have a nice little template of different things and all they kind of have to do is change the words. Let's I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. I'm not really feeling the whole John Morant public statement. Not really. I need you to get on camera, bro. And say what you said in person. I need to look at your eyes. It's anything. Anybody can just copy and paste because that's literally what you did is you practically almost took Draymond Green's incident and put it in your own words and added a couple things here and there. But for the most part, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not buying his apology. Just not. I've seen it way too many times. You out here copying and pasting, lazying it up, trying to save face. But at this point, all you had to say, get on camera. You know, well, it ain't like you got IG or Twitter because, quote unquote, you deactivate it. But it, ain't, it don't take nothing but a quick little button to reactivate those within the next 30 days. So, ooh, you deactivated his Twitter and his Instagram. Whatever. All he had to do, get on camera, say what you got to say, and keep it pushing. But we all know that was a team, team slash PR department that put that together, which they clearly didn't do a good job because those verb, the, the verbs and words have been used in some in, in just the same instance this year so i'm not really impressed with the apology i need to see changes and honestly i would not be shocked if this man don't play basketball for the rest of this season why is that you say well if he did take this weapon from memphis to where did they play denver first of all you can't even be on the plane with a weapon a loaded one at that second of all the NBA states that you ain't allowed to be on no... If you conducted any type of business, you ain't even allowed to have that weapon on you at all, at all. Not to mention, you're supposed to register all your weapons with not only within the state that you live, but also with the NBA. Dang, I don't think he's done any of that. So, we don't need another Gilbert Arenas situation turning around. And, not, and third of all, <clears throat> you toting that little 22 around in a city... Which I don't think they give a damn who you is, bro. You may think you the king in that city of Memphis, but you not, dog. That is one of the more grimier cities where I don't think I'm trying any. And I'm trying nobody in the city of Memphis. If you think your life is in that much uh, danger, you better call NBA security. It is, it's it's all it does is it's all it takes is a phone call and say, hey, I need some help. But the fact that you in a city where they got bigger guns than probably you got, bruh, Just saying. If you want to be about that life and you don't hurry up and change how you want to move, that is a city that will go ahead and touch you up. I'm not wishing nothing, no ill will on them, but I'm just stating the facts that Memphis, Tennessee is not a city where you want to act like you that dude because they don't care. They are pretty ruthless. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I do hope that he does get the help that he needs. I hope that this time away does help, but at the end of the day, Clarence from 8 Mile had everything right there on a silver platter, and he wanted to go out here and play 
play like he he on Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas. Like he wanna be that dude. He wanna be that life. It's okay, man. You a hooper. At the end of the day, the goal is to make it out the hood. The goal is to be able to provide for your family. You've been able to do that. You have generational wealth. You know, you about to sign a two hundred your two hundred million dollar extension kicks in at the end of the season. You just got your first shoe with Nike. I think you got to deal with Powerade too. You got all these different endorsement deals coming in. What like? Why do you need to go? Why you got to do go backwards? The light. The, the goal in life is to go forward. You know what I'm saying? So the quicker you can figure that part out, the better off you're gonna be in life. But at the end of the day, there's been too much of a track record within the last year that's coming out, where Clarence from Eight Mile ain't been looking very uh noble. So we'll see, but I really don't take keen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not too cool with the whole public statement. I need you to get on camera and say something. I'm also very, very. It's if we keep it at a buck. I'm also just. I'm astonished that Adam Silver has not called that man into his office. Um, if we keep it at a buck, I've been on number two of the Dallas Mavericks bumper for a long time for the last couple of years. But when he drew, he posted that video and. And, and and shared the video on Amazon, on a social media platform. He called that dude in pretty quick after it made the circles, after everything kind of started brewing. He called that man into the office. The fact that he has not called Clarence in yet, it's a little interesting. Um, and, and the Grizzle need to just go on and just say, hey, man, this dude is suspended indefinitely. You can't just say he's going to be gone for at least the next two games. You can't do that. If this man comes back in the next two games, the Grizzle look probably even worse than Clarence does because clearly they're just enabling him. They're coddling him. And I'm going to be honest with you. I honestly think as a team schematics and just how they're moving, they're on the verge of looking like the Jailblazers where they had Zach Randolph, Bonzi Wells, Jermaine O'Neal, just Rasheed Wallace, where they just, the Jailblazers, looked them up, where they just had a whole bunch of knuckleheads on that team and they just blew it up. I think that the Grizzle are trending towards that. Um, that Taylor Jenkins dude, I'm probably going to go on a limb and say he's not going to be there after the end of the season. Um, as far as Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain, those two people that are the same, I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't be shocked if neither one or both of them are gone. Jaron Jackson Jr., who I don't understand why everyone's claiming that he's going to be the defense player of the year because when I play see him, I don't see nothing special. I'm okay. He gets a couple blocks. But my man averages like six fouls a game. Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen. You can only get six fouls before you foul out. So he's fouling out damn near every other game where I think he leads the league in fouls. I know he led the league the last two seasons in fouls where he was averaging like 4.6. I think this year he's just right under four. So he can't even stay on the court without fouling somebody. I think this team might be done this year. I honestly think if if Clarence is suspended for the rest of the season, I wouldn't be shocked if they blow this team up. They need to. Um, you can't say we're gonna have a one. We're gonna run it back one more year and see how things go when you got all this stuff going on. I think the coach is gone. I think either Dylan Brooks or Desmond Bain, one of them two dudes, they gonna be out the door. And I, I don't know what they're going to do with uh with old Clarence, but we'll see. Now, that being said, I told y'all, I said this on my social media feed the other day. When you know, I always say probably the Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers probably have one of the most delusional fan bases known to mankind. And it was last week I saw them come back from, I believe, 27 points against the Dallas Mavericks. 
and everyone was, oh man, look at the look look at the Lakers, man. They out here doing. They ain't never. It ain't never been done before. Well, if it ain't never been done before, why did it happen three three times this week in itself? The Golden State Warriors came back for twenty some points down. Hell, the Brooklyn Nets came from twenty eight points down and won the game. I'm I'm. I'm cool, like, save it, save all this whole, oh, man, 20-point leads, man, that's a thing, it ain't a thing no more, I can, I can just give you three examples for just this last week, I'm pretty sure the week before and last month, and if ever, going all the way back since Halloween, there's been a whole bunch of 20-point comebacks this season, they're just not a thing no more, okay, it's nothing to be glorified about, if anything, you should be laughing at the teams that can't hold 20-point leads no more, because really just within the last two years, if you had a 20-point lead, you was good, like, Coming out of halftime, you it was garbage time. It, it was legitimate garbage time. And the fact that we got teams that are coming back for 20-point leads, it's it's not a good thing at all. I don't think it's good for the league. I don't think it's good. One, there's no defense being played. It's very, very, very evident that that's happening. But it, I got a kick out of the, 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 the delusional Laker fan base that's coming out of the woodwork, who I've said this year that I wasn't going to talk about on my show because they were just so trashed. Now, granted, they made a couple of moves this season where they've gotten a little, a lot better than what they were initially, but I still don't think they're that good, especially with LeBron James probably going to be out maybe for the rest of the season. Um, Anthony Davis is always one fall on the flow away from being out for another two to three weeks. So D'Angelo Russell, I think it's coming back today or tomorrow. You still, so you got some pieces, but I still don't think that it's a championship contending team. <clears throat> I don't think, <coughs> excuse me. I don't think they're better than the Kings. I know they're not better than the Nuggets. I don't even know if they are better than... They're definitely not better than the Suns. I forgot about the Suns just that fast. Um, so, you know, just 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 calm down all the 20-point lead comebacks and everybody just hooping and hollering about how it's just a big deal. The Golden State Warriors, during their five-game win streak, I think the last three games that they won, they were all down by double digits. So... I watched the Dallas Mavericks yesterday fumble a 13 or 14 point lead against this, uh, the Phoenix Suns. They're just not a thing no more. It's just it's pretty common. So save all that stuff. You sound you sound ridiculous. So moving on. And speaking of the Golden State Warriors, I did watch the Warriors against the Lakers game. And yes, it was Steph Curry's first game back after being gone for almost a month, I believe. One, I'm almost ready to nail it in. For the, it's, it's it's almost time to stick a fork in them boys. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. More than likely, they'll play the Suns. I told my boy yesterday, I was like, man, don't be surprised if the Suns beat them like 4-1, 4-2. Like, I don't think it's going to be a, a competitive series. Like, they, the Warriors might get one, maybe two. But this team, as far as their bench, and, and this is what made the Warriors prime their, their championship runs so successful is because they had a bench. You look at that first championship run of the year, they had David Lee and Andre Iguodala coming off the bench. Um, the second one, they had cats like David West, um, Sean Livingston, uh, Quinn Cook. They had a legitimate solid veteran. JaVale McGee was coming off the bench. They had an actual bench. This year, they got two dudes, Ty Jerome, and Lamb. I don't even know his first name. Just know his name is Lamb. They call him Lamb Chops in the Bay Area. Lamb. He looked like Eddie Munster. Um, they got they got they got those two dudes who are practically all the way up on their two way contracts. Uh, Jermichael Green ain't really been what he's supposed to be. Um, 
I'm trying to think who else is supposed to be coming off the bench. Oh, Jonathan Kaminga has been hit and miss. Moses Moody damn near out of the rotation. They got this cat named Patrick Baldwin Jr. He in there whenever he can get in there, but it ain't nothing like that. But for the most part, you know, they don't really have a bench. Not to mention, they really miss Andrew Wiggins more than anything. And whatever Andrew Wiggins has got going on, the Warriors have been very, very tight-lipped. I've asked several different um, people that are close to the Warriors of what the hell is going on with Andrew Wiggins, and no one, and no one has any answers. Um, I got one person that said that they they're they're interested as well, but it's also a question that they just don't want to ask because they don't want to be that guy or girl. So, but I do think that Anthony and Andrew Wiggins is the whole missing piece to trying to at least solidify what they got going on. He's been in and out of the lineup this year, but if he can get in there, he's been solid. But he ain't been he ain't been playing on a consistent basis. So there's that. So I definitely think Andrew Wiggins is going to be the key before I kind of hit this nail all the way down and shut them out. But we'll see. Uh, I've seen you know I've seen shout out to you, New York New Yorkers. You know I I, I hear the whole go New York go New York go um, cheer coming out. And then I thought about it, and I was like, mm, they've, they've won, I believe, eight or nine games in a row. They're cute wins. You know, they, they beat the Celtics twice. I think they got a win over this, the Heat. Um, you know, they got a couple of cute wins, but they, you know, this is probably going to be the highlight of the year. And I was talking, you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was the Atlanta Hawks won 17 games in a row and didn't, didn't amount up to nothing. So I'm not going to say the New York Knicks are championship contenders, but I do think that they are a lot better than what I expected them to be. I was like, oh, they're going to be a play-in team. But I'm very interested to see if they can hold on and possibly play the Cleveland Cavaliers in a first-round playoff game. That's interesting. That, that, that's that's going to be a really, really good um, good, good first-round matchup. Like, I love the Cavs. I love what they got going on. But I'm going to tell you somebody who I absolutely love on the New York Knicks is my man Mitchell Robinson. Like, that dude's a dog. Like, he puts in mad at work. He be out here trying to grab rebounds. He, you know, he's just he's just a solid dude. So Mitchell Robinson is probably like one of my favorite players of watching watching hoops. And one of my homeboys who's a diehard New Yorker, like I always, you know, he always talks about the Knicks. I'm like, yo, how Mitchell Robinson do? Like, what's up with Robinson? Like, I just love Mitchell Mitchell Robinson a lot. So I seen that he's been able to get in the lineup. Jericho Sims is not looking like a football player playing basketball all of a sudden. Jalen Brunson, I don't know, I don't know what category to put him as far as like probably the best offseason acquisition this year for him to leave Dallas to go to the Knicks, possibly an all-star snub. And looking back at it now, he might have been an all-star snub, being the fact that you got Julius Randle, who should be an all-NBA player this season. The Knicks, you know, with them pulling off the nine-game win streak, you can you can justify that they should have had two all-stars on this on this all-star roster. So, you know, shout out to Go New York, Go New York, Go. Um, you know, I, I I see what y'all are doing. And to the point, I was talking to my homeboy earlier today. We're going to New York later on this month. And we was, we was looking at some things. And I'm actually kind of saucy. I'm like, dang. I should have possibly bought tickets to that next game. But schedules and everything collided. It just ain't work out. But, yo, New York, I see what y'all doing, man. Y'all y'all are making it happen. Now, I told y'all about them Dallas Mavericks. I told y'all. <laughs> They're they not worth nothing. I told y'all. Told y'all, sometimes y'all just got to listen to the podcast and just be like, man, he's he spitting that fire. I told y'all they're not going to be worth nothing. You just gave up a couple of your quality players to bring back number two for the for the for the from, from the Nets and pair, pair him up with Luka? 
Now I watched that the 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 Mavs against the Suns game last yesterday, and it was a really good game. Really, really, them boys was hooping, hooping yesterday. They was playing hard. Probably one of the best games I've seen this season. But it was at one point where I believe the Mavs were up by like either 12, 10 to twelve points, and I just I just kept saying, all right, any day now, any second now, this is about to get ugly. And one thing about Kevin Durant, when I watch him play. His hands are all over the game. Like, you know that he's 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 in the game. Like, you, he doesn't have one of those quiet 35-point game nights. Like, his his points are just lethal, tactical, efficient, you know, precise. Um, it's like a jab in boxing. Like, he just throws these stinging jabs. And Kevin Durant was just, just jab after jab after jab. Just a bucket here, a bucket there. And <clears throat> I was just like, man, here they come. Here they come. And also the Mavs, they just can't cover a blanket on defense. You got Luka who can't play no defense. You got number two who is a defensive liability. He's always been a defensive liability. And that's about it. Also, the crunch time situation, they're, they're still trying to figure things out where it looks like, all right, Luka's going to give the number two. Number two, like, all right, well, I don't know what to do with it. Let me give it back to you, Luka. Like, they over there playing hot potato and just moving out the way, hoping that one of them takes the shot. Uh, they they got to figure it out, and I think they've only won two games since they have been together, and I think they've played about eleven games now. So I told y'all there was gonna be a acclimation period where they were gonna have to gel together and figure things out. But I'm not really surprised that they're not having a lot of success. I'm just I'm just not. Can things change where they win three out of the next four? Maybe, but they don't play defense like. They gave up 130 some points and they've been giving up a lot of points this season. So I don't see nothing really changing. And that's not me knocking saying that number two is killing the team. But I just felt like that wasn't a move that would win you a championship this year. Low key last year, if the Suns didn't implode, then I mean, who's to say if the Mavs would even made it to the uh, Western Conference Finals? So we don't know. But I just kept saying that I don't think. Number two, going to the Dallas Mavericks, was a championship contender. I think they just got desperate, and they just started reaching. Now, if I'm number two, I don't know if I re-signed with that team or not. I, I, I don't know. But, you know, <clears throat> sometimes when you write, you write. Now, moving and switching gears to the football real quick before we get up out of here. I saw the, the Saints, New Orleans Saints, picked up Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I thought Derek Carr, you know, I thought he got a raw deal <clears throat> with the Raiders at the end of the season. I felt like they should have let him play out, but they, you know, wanted, they didn't want him to come up on that $40 million kicker if he'd have got hurt, whatever. But why are the why, Saints fans? Why, why are y'all always out here grabbing up on the Raiders' sloppy seconds? Like, y'all just got Dennis Allen, who was probably, how he got another job, I don't understand, because he was trash as the Raiders' kick coach. Like, he wasn't worth a damn. And y'all gave this man another run back. Now, with the with Derek Carr, is it a good fit? I mean, he instantly becomes the NFC South's best quarterback, I guess. I mean, I don't know who is the quarterback for the Falcons or the Bucks or the Panthers. I don't know. But that also means that just because you don't know, you know, don't necessarily mean that you're going to bring some championships over there. They got a lot of issues with, you know, who knows what Alvin Kamara's, what's going to happen to him. What's going to happen with Mike Thomas? I'm hearing that more than likely they're going to rework his deal where he'll probably end up staying. But hell, can Mike Thomas, can you stay on the field for more than three plays in at a year? Can you do that? That, that would be nice. That Olave kid, he's, he's, he's nice, but I mean, 
you know, you you gonna start getting double cut. You gonna start getting some brackets over you next year, if Mike Thomas ain't on the other side. I don't know who plays tight end for them. Um, you know, as far as the defensive side of the ball, you know, what is you know is Cam Jordan still gonna be there? Um, and then also, what do you do with Taysom Hill? Is he still gonna be on the squad? Because I'm pretty sure you're not gonna keep running this little Taysom Hill experiment with Derek Carter. I'd be shocked. So you know, that's cool and all. That, that you know, it's all right, but. Is Derek Carr really going to bring you a team, I believe, that won seven games last season? Is he going to bring you another three? I don't know. I don't know. I want to say yeah, but as a Raider fan and somebody who's followed this dude, I don't know, y'all. Like, he's better than Andy Dalton and, and, and Jameis Winston, but, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's going to make y'all that much better. He, he ain't a game changer. You know, he's nice. He cool. Yeah, all right. Um, he should fit in with New Orleans because New Orleans is a party city. Vegas has been a party city since he's been here for about three years now. So, I mean, eh, I mean, I, I guess if you like it, I love it. Cool. But you stay coming up on the Raiders sloppy seconds. Just saying. Now, I had a homeboy hit me up. I almost ended my friendship with this man because he asked me or he told me, um, have I, you know, these XFL games have been pretty entertaining. And that's cool and all, but I ain't watching no XFL, man. I'm not. You know, like, that's me watching who's probably the most, who's the worst quarterback that's young in the NFL. Oh, uh, the dude from t the, the Houston Texans is probably not going to be there. Davis Webb, I think is, his, I think is his name. Or Mills. Webb or Mills. Wait, wait, wait. Whoever the quarterback for the, the Texans is. That's like me watching however many teams are in the XFL, watching a whole bunch of thems. On my Saturday or Sunday. And it's and to me, it ain't nothing but a glorified semi-pro league. Okay? It's gimmicky. Like, okay, they got a couple of things that, that seem kind of cool. But I'm not watching a whole bunch of semi-pro people. No. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not watching no semi-pro football. whole bunch of dudes out there trying to... Like, what's what's the end game? Does the team that win, do they get somebody... Like, do they, do, does the NFL like start poaching off of them? Probably not. Nah, nah, I don't think so. Like, what what you playing for? You playing for the love of the game? Like, what, what's what's your end game? Because I don't think I can be at a car dealership or owning a car dealership and be like, yeah, dog, I just won the 2023 XFL Cup, man. Yeah, this welcome to my dealership. That don't sound too appealing as opposed to, yeah, man, I was bent. You know, I was I was cool. You know, I made it in the league for about five, six years. I, I, you know, I was in the league. I was in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I was on that. I was on that 2023 uh, Kansas City team. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, Pat, like, I'm pretty sure when you're at the dealership and you're like, oh, yeah, I play with Pat Mahomes sounds a whole lot better than I play with Davis Mills with the XFL. I'm just saying. So, no, I'm, I'm cool off the whole XFL experiment. And on top of that, I'm footballed out. Once when the Super Bowl hits, cool. That's enough football for me. I don't need football to be year long, okay? I just don't. I got too many other things coming up for me to be worried about football 365 days of the year. Football's cool. It goes from about, hmm, about August, August to about February. That's a good time frame. There's a lot of other things I can be doing with my life. You've got basketball, baseball. I watch a lot of hockey. Hell, I watch even a little bit of wrestling. WrestleMania season's coming up in about a few weeks, okay? I'm cool. So, don't ask me any XFL questions because I don't know anything about it. Also, the team out here in Vegas, they giving away free tickets because they can't get nobody to come, Okay? And people don't want to go to the game because it is in the trap. Okay? Not like the trap like you're going to get robbed. More like the trap like you're going to get your Cadillac uh, 
catalytic converter uh, arrived out of there. It ain't nothing worse than going to a, a semi-pro game and then you getting in your car and then you find that your catalytic converter got stolen. Who wants to do that, okay? Nobody. So I'm cool. Enjoy it, but it's just not for me. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm a pass. Now, you can listen to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton. This podcast is available on all platforms. Wherever you get your podcast from, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Before we get up out of here, man, let's talk about the dummy of the day. I was going to say it was Clarence from 8 Mile. I thought about that. Nah, I'm cool. Been going too much about it. I felt like I spent like 15 minutes talking about him. I was actually looking for different weird news stories, and I came into one that blew my mind away. Like, what are we doing? And it comes from, hold on, let me find it. Let me find it right here. So, apparently, I saw a post according to Alabama.com off of off their Instagram or Instagram. We need to talk. Um, we need to talk is the first ever all sports women show. So shout out to them. Real good stuff that they do. But they posted some on Instagram. They talked about this team out in Hoover, Alabama. Is a group of fifth graders that were told that they can come, they could not continue their, to use the Hoover, Alabama gyms for practices unless they joined the city's recreational league and they had to play with the boys, which they was like, all right, cool. Well, you know, we'll hoop with, you, with the dudes, you know, with the boys, whatever. You know, we're just trying to get some burn. So they joined the, they joined the boys league and won the championship. However, comma, they were told, um, they were told that if before the title game, they could play for the championship. However, if they won, they wouldn't be allowed to have the trophy. They said that they won. Well, they they know they they won the championship and won the game. However, you know they said that hey, you don't get the trophy, it just don't count. So they just to them it was just a scrimmage. Um, the girls played their hearts out, left it all on the court, battled the, the bell counterparts, and only to be told, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't count. Um, basically, the Hoover City Administrator Alan Rice responded with the statement on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. The city of Hoover and the Hoover Parks. And recreation board became aware of the concerns about a recent youth basketball tournament we are currently working to provide proper recognition to all the teams that were successful in that tournament also reviewing the full extent of what occurred to ensure all future programs are handled handled appropriately come on man come on alabama come on man it's fifth graders and y'all went out here and not give these girls they 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 flowers these fifth graders out there and Busted these boys over the head, and you mean to tell me that they don't deserve a championship because they were some girls and that only boys could register for this league, but you told them that in order for them to use the recreation gyms that they had to register? What kind of moving the goalpost stuff is that right there? Come on, Alabama. Hoover. I don't even know Hoover is. The only Hoover I knew was the Hoover Middle School that I went to. Hoover, Alabama. Sound like it's a place that I don't want to get stranded on the road or something like that is what it sounds like to me. Hoover, Alabama. Y'all the dummies of the day. How you gonna sit there and tell a whole bunch of girls, nah, bruh. Yeah, we'll let you play. You know, you play the whole entire league. But if you win the chip, you ain't getting the trophy. Shout out to them girls. Let this be a lesson that y'all are gonna be better than any one of them boys in that league or on that team that y'all busted over the head and know that you guys are making social media you make it around and people are talking about it because that's more worth than any championship is that you guys, you girls, I should say, excuse me, are bringing this to all of our um, aware, you know, bringing it to my attention and everyone else who's been talking about it. 
And, and, you know, I hope that you do get the proper recognition that you definitely deserve because that is wild that you can't even give these girls a doggone trophy. Y'all are the dummies of the day. Hoover, Hoover, Alabama City Council or whatever recreational gym y'all is. Anyways, like I said, you've been listening to the Sports Business Podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. We did a show once a week and I know I didn't do a show last week. Wanted to enjoy my time with my family. You know, just one of them days I just felt like being around my family. So anyways, we do the show once a week. Available on shows available on all podcast platforms, Google, Stitcher, Anchor. Shout out to you, iHeartRadio, Apple, um, Spotify. Uh, like I say, you can find me on Instagram, Money Compton. You can also email the show at sportsbusiness at gmail.com. You can also find me on the Twitterverse. Other than that, we out of here.